Welcome to the Ephesiology Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the study of the early Christian movement and its implications for the church today. Today, we're with Michael, our resident ephesiologist, Andrew Johnson, associate pastor at Neartown Church in Houston, Texas. And I am Matt Till. Well, I'm super excited to be joined by a good friend and colleague, Dr. Warwick Farah, who uh, just recently uh, edited a wonderful text. And uh, we have him joining us to talk about that text because of the implications that it has on the study of movements. Uh, Warwick, welcome. Thank you, Michael. It's a privilege to be on this podcast, and I'm, I'm really honored. Thank you. Well, I'm excited about uh, your work and the research that you've been doing. Why don't we just start? Give us a little bit of background about you. Let's let's get to know the editor behind the book. Yes. Well, I, I first uh, started reading about movements uh, when I was a student in seminary. Uh, and so uh, I've been interested in movements for around 20 years. I've been serving with one collective, uh, our agency, for about 20 years also. Grew up in California. I went to seminary in Chicago. And I've been living in the Middle East for the last 16 years. So that's just briefly about myself there. Yeah, neat. Now, to tell us, I know you're right now, uh, you did do a doctorate in California at Fuller. And yeah. uh, now you're continuing your academic pursuits and working on a PhD at Oxford Center for Mission Studies. Give us a little hint about that research that you're doing for your PhD. Well. Um, in 2016, 2017, I started thinking after I finished uh, at Fuller, I was still hungry. So I'm, I'm not really into credentialism or, you know, wanting another degree, but I, I really like to study and I really like research and, and being around really sharp people. And so I started thinking of another uh, deeper research project that would really uh, go beyond myself and involve a lot more people. Um, and I started thinking, okay, I should, I should maybe form a network of people to kind of Help me with my research. So we, we started uh, forming Modus Day as kind of a sneaky plan of mine to get people to help me with my uh, <laughs> my literature review and my, my PhD That's research. Great. But actually, you know, when we started talking about it, um, after uh, David Garrison published Church Planting Movements in, in 2004, um, and then uh, Wind in the House of Islam in, in 2014, so many people started talking about movements. And I say we're in the midst of a movements movement right now. And then we know with your book coming out uh, as well, there's just a lot of research and a lot of stuff has been done. Uh, been done. So it's like, how do we bring people together to, to form a, a way to build on our communal intelligence, to have people, you know, the body of Christ, learning from the body of Christ on this really important topic in something that's really exploding in, in, in interest, both as a phenomenon um, of movements really happening in the, in the majority world, but also our in our missiological interest right now, our discourse, a lot of people are interested in this. So, so um, Modus Day really starting this network um, for me was because I'm pursuing a PhD and looking at a big picture of uh, the factors that are facilitating church planting movements in the global south. Um, mm -hmm. And then getting other people to talk about the same subjects. It, it, it just seems like it was a win-win. Yeah, great. Well, I'm so glad that you've done that. I know there's there has been... It's not that the literature is void of conversations about movements, but uh, certainly it's void of good, solid research 
uh, on movements, particularly those contemporary movements. So you formed Modus Day. It's a, a network. Tell us a little bit more about the scope of Modus Day and and what your hopes are. Yeah, you know, just been kind of been interested, like I said at the beginning, in movements for around twenty years. Um, I first read the Church Planting Movements booklet by Garrison in two thousand two, and I, I've. I've been interested in movements, but I'm kind of dissatisfied with the way as a community, the evangelical missions community has been talking about movements. Um, there's good stuff and then stuff that I, I think could be improved. And so at the same time, I, I don't want to, you know, advocate for the cause by diminishing others, you know? And so I wanted to form this network as a way to bring people together as an iron sharpening iron thing, not as a way to attack or debate movements, but really a constructive dialogue. So we have over 100 people involved in the network, uh, men and women from the global north, the global south. Um, I think uh, I think over a third or, or or higher actually have advanced degrees in missiology, including doctorates. So it's it's a fairly substantial network, and we're we're asking all sorts of questions. You know, we're just the, the, this book that's coming out that just came out uh, is really a first step in advancing the conversation. But when you look at the book, you're, you'll see. We have everything from statistics um, to the big picture, to historical analysis, to theology, which you contributed a chapter to, uh, to the the dynamics, sociological dynamics, including uh, music and arts and media and and diaspora and a gendered perspective. So how do women contribute to this conversation? Because unfortunately, we're usually dominated by male voices. So we're trying to include the female voice um, to amplify the female voice in this conversation. And then we have case studies and including leadership and everything. So it, it's, we're really trying to take a holistic, um, we're trying to go, go wide and deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love, I love the fact that you're pulling together not only qualitative uh, research, but quantitative research as well as historiographic and, uh, and theological, missiological, all together in this one compendium. Now, this volume is the result of a conference that uh, you chaired. Uh, has it been a little bit more than a year? Has it been two years yet? It's been one. It's been one year. Yeah, October. one year. It feels like two years, doesn't it? <laughs> That's the pandemic does that to you. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we started talking about a symposium. Um, you know, in 2017, 2018, and, and that's when we started recruiting authors, um, but we wanted to make sure that it was really solid stuff. So before publishing a book, we wanted to have people present their papers in a symposium for peer feedback, um, for development, for sharpening, for clarification. And so we did that, we, well, we planned it. And then in 2020, obviously that microscopic organism threw the world into disarray. So we pivoted to an, a virtual event and actually, a lot of people did that. And so in some ways, the pandemic was our friend because it, it helped with this virtual network creation and, and the explosion of Zoom. And it was really uh, a much more cost-effective way and actually a pretty deep way to um, facilitate a conversation for individual authors to present and then talk with their peers uh, about uh, what they were presenting. And then that was part of, that was the beginning of our, that was the first step of, of our network. And so the the first output of our network um, is really the is really the book. And so we have lots of other conversations that are also happening, and we're hoping hoping to publish another book in maybe three or four years. 
and yeah. to continue to have events where we can get together and discuss. So this is a, it's a research network around improving the missiological discourse on movement. Yeah, great. Well, so important in our our time right now as we're seeing movements explode around the world. So I'm I'm excited too that uh physiology is partnering with you and in uh on the Modus Day project and as much as I can contribute uh, I haven't actually done that much I don't think in Modus Day itself although you and I did uh develop a course that is uh, a complement to the book foundations for a missiology of movements. Any thoughts about that course? I mean, so, so it was just wonderful how everything came together. So at the symposium, we had over 20 authors um, present their um, presentations. We asked people to pre-record their presentations and then to be on the call live for, for dialogue. And we ended up using those 15 minute presentations on the chapters. We still have those and they all gave us permission to use them. And so the course that you just mentioned is developed around the book, which with each contributor um, uh, having a lecture around their chapter. So you get to see what they, how they, how they talk about it and then uh, read how they wrote about it and then dialogue with us in a forum uh, around the topic. And, and it just really flows straight through the book. And then there's assignments after that to really help people think holistically and to, like you said, lay that, the, the name of the course, that foundation for building a missiology movement. Yeah, great. Well, I'm hopeful, and I know you are too, that this will only contribute to the conversation as we uh, seek to have more people involved in research of movements as well as the conversation surrounding movements. It, you uh, edited uh, this book. It, it took quite a uh, feat on your part and as well as your associate editors. What are some of the highlights? What are the, some of the things that really stick out to you about this book? Yeah, you know, for me in 2019, when it was like, okay, I'm going to start, start this network and do a book and start my PhD. I looked at like, I looked at my schedule and I thought, okay, I don't have room for both of these in my life. And I prayed and I sought a lot of the counsel and I just felt like there was a green light to move forward from the Lord. And from like, my leadership was confirming that. And then the pandemic happened, my schedule cleared. So that was a huge mm -hmm. highlight for me, just to feel like just the Lord's leading to, to, to do this. And it never would have happened if it wasn't for the pandemic. And so it's how, how God uses all things, you know. Um, so it was really, for me, like I said, I have a bit of a imposter syndrome when it comes to this topic. People think because I'm the editor that, that I know everything. And this isn't false humility. I, I mean, I'm, I'm really put this network together as kind of a cheat code to help me learn in the mm. process of getting my PhD. So the highlight for me has just been interacting and learning. I mean, I've, I've able to get in touch with all the most recent research people hear about the network and they send me emails. Um, I, I get sent um, papers that people are writing all the time. They want feedback on, and really I'm just kind of, it, it's, it's put me personally in this place where I really get to serve and bring people together. And I, I try to say all the time, you know, I'm not a, David Garrison, he's actually my, one of my PhD supervisors. I'm not a Michael Cooper. I'm not like meaning to flatter you at all, but I'm I'm really growing in this, and hopefully, um, just a, as a way to help us to learn from other people. So really, the highlight for me is just getting to serve and and lead not from a position of knowledge, but of of learning. You know, mm -hmm. I'm I'm just curious. I'm hungry. I want to learn, and and I'm hoping that other people benefit from that. 
Yeah, great. Well, you you are leading the way, uh, Warwick, and I'm grateful for your leadership in this and and uh, looking forward to seeing what the Lord's going to do with you as you continue in your doctoral research. Uh, tell us once again the title of the book and where can someone find it? Yes, Modus Day. Okay, so we changed the title. Actually, Steve Addison, everyone might know him. He's written several books on movements. I, I sent mm-hmm. him, um, he's been involved. He has a chapter in the book as well. We changed the subtitle and for a long time it was the movement of God and the discipleship of nations. And I actually got into trouble because there's some agencies that don't like to use the word discipleship because it's this passive noun with all these, um, with all this religiously consumeristic baggage that kind of people just use for spiritual formation. And it's not really used in a, in a biblical way. So I, I I still haven't got in my mind that it's not that title anymore. So I'm just giving you a little bit of a backstory why I'm stuttering a bit. It's called Modus Day, the movement of God to disciple the nations. And so I mm-hmm. want to credit Steve Addison with that, putting it into an active tense. And, and Modus Day is really mimicking that um, the idea of Missio Day and wanting to root our conversation in the, the nature of God. So Missio Day, we, we join in God's mission to redeem the nations back to himself. Modus Day is that same type of thing. So we're looking at um, the movement of God and, and what God is doing, how he is moving to redeem the nations back to himself and how we can join in that. So you can get the book on um, missionbooks.org. It's also available on, on Amazon. Uh, would prefer people to buy it on mission books because uh, it's not uh, modus Bezos. We're not um, helping to support billionaires to fly to outer space. Um, but you can also get it on Amazon and, and, and a lot of other places. And yeah. Um, yeah. Good. Wonderful. Well, I'm excited about the book, excited to see it in print. And looking forward to what the Lord will do with it as we continue this pursuit of understanding what he's doing through movements around the world. Uh, Warwick, thanks for joining me and uh, thanks for the work that you're doing. Thank you, Mike. Thank you to our listeners for doing theology and community with us here on the Ephesiology Podcast. We're glad that you are part of the growing Ephesiology community. Learn more about Ephesiology and get access to free missional resources for you, your church, and leadership teams at Ephesiology.com. For Michael, Andrew, and myself, we'll talk again right here on the Ephesiology Podcast.